Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Here I am before you. Come on, one more time. Let's thank Derek. We travelled up from the, the Gold Coast this morning. Derek's been at the uh, Quicksilver Pro, hanging out with some of the guys and surfing with some of the pros, but he was being good enough to uh, give us some time this morning. Uh, my name's Christian. I'm Melissa's husband, and as she said before, we get the great opportunity of running this church. As usually at this point, that I'd preach for the next two or three hours, but I figure we may leave if I do that. So this morning, we're just going to have a conversation with Derek. What do you think? Okay, all right. Apparently, they like you better than me. Hey, man, it, it is so good to have you with us this morning, and you would have to be one of the most inspirational young men I've ever met. Uh, as I said, we just traveled up from the Gold Coast, and just in that last two hours, I feel like my brain has been stretched, uh, and you were telling me, you saw just on that footage then, driving the golf cart, he said the guy in the cart with him nearly had a heart attack, literally. And, yeah, seriously. But the just, guy almost died. <laughs> I don't know why, because I drive really well, and... <coughs> But he was telling me that just this week, I said, hey, what are you doing next week? He said, yeah, I'll go back down to the comp uh, and I'm flying a plane. I said, oh, you're flying in a plane? He said, no, I'm flying the plane. So this week you've got a friend from Brazil that has a little charter company. Yeah, he, he, he flies planes sometimes and there is a little plane just for like seven people or six people, whatever. And so we will hire the plane and he will let me fly. Anybody want to go I on that know. flight? Come on. <laughs> so, so you're you're a busy guy. You're 23. You're traveling the world. You're surfing and you're inspiring people everywhere you go. It's just unbelievable. Yeah, I'm not that busy. <laughs> but yeah, lately I have been pretty busy and doing some crazy things as well, and including surf. Yeah, fantastic. So yeah. this morning what we're going to do is I've asked Derek to share some of his story. So obviously he's had glaucoma since one, been totally 100% blind, overcome some adversity and some challenges. And so Derek's going to tell his story. We're going to watch some more video footage and then just have a few questions and answers. So uh, why, why don't we start this morning? Why don't you tell us part of your story? Yeah, I'll tell a little bit of my... First, I want to say thank you for having me here and thanks for being here as well. It is a pleasure for me. It is a beautiful church, and thanks so much, Christian, for picking me up again. And a pleasure, man. To do this long drive. So, yeah, um, I grew up in, in a, home, a little hometown where <laughs> there, there are a lot of surfers, and the waves are not as good as Australia, but so as my dad was, a, he's a surfer, and I have two uncles that they are surfers as well. So surf was in my bloody. So since I was really young and I really liked to hang around the beach and swim and stuff like that. But took 17 years in my life to, have, to get a surfboard of my dad. He gave me a surfboard when I was 17 years old. And then he started to teach me when I was 17 years old. So, but you know what, before that, and I grew up in a Christian family, but I just went to the church when I was younger because my mom took me and or my grandmother. But 
when I was 13 years old or 14 years old, I just decided to make my faith my own. And then after that, my life started to change. And when I was 17 years old, I got the gift from God. This is the surf. So, and then I started to surf with my dad and with friends. And then after a year or a year and a half, a new dream just started to grow in my heart. That was to be in Hawaii surfing at Pipeline. And everybody thought that was crazy and they would never do it. And with, for me, that was okay because I never stopped to listen to those people that they are always negative. So I just thought by myself, yeah, I think I can do it if I have faith in God and if I believe in myself as well. And then I started to plan my trip to Hawaii with another friend of mine. And after a couple of months, we went to Hawaii and my dream just came true. And I was there in Hawaii. And sometimes I couldn't believe that I was there for the first time. And I got some waves at Pipeline. And after my trip, after 45 days, we started to plan to do a short documentary about my life. And God changed that again. I was supposed to be a 10 minutes documentary. And today it is a movie of almost an hour and a half. So praise the Lord for that. And yeah, after that, I kept going with my dreams and I started to travel around the world to surf and recording the movie and after showing the movie. And then I lived in, in California for a while, for I think maybe six months. But once I went here in Australia, like two and a half years ago, and I never thought I would live in Australia. And the funny thing is after that, I came back here maybe year and a half ago, and I did a job for Nutigrain. I don't know if you guys have seen it. So, and I was like, oh, Australia's really nice. I would live here someday. But I was living in California, and then I went back to California. And from the night to the other day in the morning, I was like, I got to go to Australia. I'm going to live there. I just decided that. <laughs> and then here I am, living here in Australia in this beautiful place. You guys are so blessed to be living here. And I was telling Christian, um, I never thought that would be a place as good as Hawaii. And Nusa is one. It's really good. Yeah. When I'm here, I, I, feel, I feel the same thing when I am in Hawaii. The only thing is the waves as it's not that good as, as Hawaii. Sorry for that, but... Should have been here last week. That's all right. <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah. But this, uh, this town, it's really nice, really good. I would live here some, someday. Who, who would like Derek to live in Noosa? Yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, so tell us, stupid statement, you're blind. You're 100% blind. Uh, yeah, yeah. What was that... <laughs> 
What was that experience like, that first surf that you had? You've told your parents you want to surf, you've got a surfboard, you can't see. What was that first experience like? So, just something when you said was like that made me remember. Sometimes I'm walking with my stick and people just talk to me and say, are you blind? And I just say, yes, but I would like to say, no, I'm not blind, I'm just playing with my stick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to say that, but I can't. <coughs> Tricky. You're funny. So when I first surfed, that there was an unforgettable moment in my life, and I took a while to stand on a board that was really hard. And when I did that, I just fell in love with the surf, and I wanted to keep doing that forever. And I came to my dad, and I was like, oh, "Surf is really good. It's unbelievable." Why you took 17 years to give me a surfboard? <laughs> you were telling me in the car that he gave you a softboard at first to start, and then you stole one of his, uh, his fiberglass boards because you wanted to ride that instead. Yeah, yeah, he gave me a softboard, that big board, and that's, it's a not a good board, very heavy. So, and then after a couple months, I stole his surfboard because he was not surfing very often. And the surfboard was there, just by itself. And I, I looked, the, I looked at it, and the surfboard looked at me, and it was we love like, at first sight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's six years ago, and you weren't content just to surf, or just to get out in the water. You've you've turned pro. So in six years, like you said, you've, you now travel the world. You've got, I, I listed some of your sponsors. You've got Walk on Water, Nutrigrain, Billabong, Cobian, RUE, Dahui, Hawaii, Sambazon, CR, Grace Digital, and a whole lot of others. Evoke. Yeah, uh, some of them just sponsored the movie. And a uh, couple of them, it's my sponsors as well. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yes. That's cool. So, so you, weren't, you weren't content. You wanted to master what you were doing. You wanted to be good at it. Yeah, sure. I always try to be better whatever I'm doing. Tell us about that. But Where's that passion come from? I think I'm from my heart, for sure. Because as I really love to surf, and when I'm doing something, uh, I'll do with the biggest love, for sure. Because even the surf or the skate is a gift from God in my life. So, and I really appreciate it. So, the, the only thing that I can do is to share that with others and tell how God is amazing with me and how, how he can give us some gift and how our dreams can come true through his love. Fantastic. How do you feel when you're in the ocean and you're surfing? Yeah, when I'm the, the ocean surfing, I just feel peaceful and very happy. And is that this doesn't happen in Kolangara? <laughs> he was telling me this week when there's thousands of people in the surf, That's you the don't feel peaceful and calm. You feel the exact opposite. It's the only place in the world that doesn't happen. So annoying surf that, and people are crazy. Yeah. Hey, well, I, I tell you what, we're gonna we're gonna have a look at a video clip, okay. just some more of you surfing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, well, he showed up at my house, and I, I never really knew, I never really knew his story. 
just kind of showed up with two other guys. So I sent them over to my dad's house, and next thing I know, we're talking story, and my dad says, hey, he uh, surfs. And I'm like, but he can't see. He says, he surfs. I said, you sure? He said, I promise. And um, it just kind of struck me like, wow, this guy can't see, but he can surf. And my dad's like, maybe go and get him a hat or something. And I said, yeah, a hat's not good enough for this guy. So I ran home and I just grabbed one of my brand new boards, um, busted it out, and gave it to him. We got to surf, got to get a couple of good waves. Um, he really wants to get barreled, so we pushed him on a couple. Um, one, he was right there in the pocket, so he's, uh, he said he's very happy and his dreams came true. I jumped off the beach and tried to paddle out with him, closing my eyes, and I just, <laughs> I couldn't even do it. I, I just naturally, I, I needed to open my eyes and for him to be able to, I was tripping out. I never told him when the whitewash was coming and he just duck dived it. Perfect, he ducked over it, perfect timing. I was like, are you kidding me? And Eli started counting for him, and I was like, nah, don't, don't tell him nothing, don't tell him nothing. And next thing you know, he just dipped the next one again. Perfect, I was, I was just amazed. I guess uh, without one sense, all your rest of your senses are, are really, really keen, and um, yeah, he's a blessed boy, but he's, he's out there surfing, I can't even believe it. We, we're just so blessed to be able to have 10 fingers, 10 toes, you know, all our, our large senses, it's touch, sight, all that stuff, and um, I'm just speechless. This is amazing. This is this is my new hero for sure. My, my new. Don't <laughs> Thank you. Oh, he's an inspiration. I mean, how many blind people do you know that surf and pull in that pipe? <laughs> Unbelievable. I made some gnarly drops. They're like. Oh yeah, this one, I was like, I was like, are you sure? It was like steep. He's pounding, he's just going, and he just grabs his rail, like his outside rail. He just makes a drop. I, I think he got barreled on one. That's cool, because I think he can give hope to a lot of other kids, you know, similar to him, you know? So, he could m maybe changing the whole sport for thousands of people, you know? Pô, foi muito bom, bro. Irada, prancha, muito boa. Pequena, do jeito que eu gosto. Thanks, guys. Pipe, without a doubt, is considered one of the most dangerous waves on the planet. It, it's big, it's heavy, there's reef underneath it. And like you heard some of the guys before saying, you can, you can have your, all your senses intact, you can be a great surfer and you can still die. I wanted to ask you the question, how did you deal with the fear of surfing pipe, or did, was there any fear? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of different surf at pipeline. As soon as you get on the beach and you feel like go to the bathroom, and I don't know, you you feel like a flower. <laughs> um, but I always try to make my faith bigger than my fear, so. That's how I have done things, even pipeline or wherever I am served. Um, 
because I think like that. And okay, pipeline is very dangerous, but even I can hurt myself, even surf at Nusa or Sydney, wherever, you know, we never know what's gonna happen. So the biggest injury that I have in my life was just playing with my friend in the room of the hotel. We were doing nothing, just training at jiu-jitsu, real light, and I have a, the biggest injury in my life. So we never know. And for me, I just think we always have to be with our faith big, you know. That's great. Let me ask you this, again, a crazy question. Are there any benefits in being a blind surfer? <laughs> um, yeah, there is a good one. And when you are surf and there is a big crowd, you just drop in a wave and just tell to the guy, if you drop in his wave, sorry, I couldn't see you. So you are... <laughs> That's awesome. I might try that. I don't know how it'll go with me. So you will not be a liar. Yeah. <laughs> tell me this. But, uh, sorry, you keep going. No, uh, I was a member of us yesterday in Kulangara and when I'm surf and when I'm pedaling back, I never stop in the front of nobody. So I do the duck dive if somebody's coming over to me, so they'll keep surfing. And sometimes that's happened. I'm pedaling to get the wave and people just stop in my front. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing there? I'm just trying to catch my wave. And sometimes they said, oh, sorry, I can't see you. I was, I don't know, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, bro, I'm blind. You can see, what are you doing there? <laughs> yeah, these things that happen in Kulangara. Yeah. So your senses are just obviously heightened, like, like that guy was saying on the screen. You hear the waves coming, you feel the vibrations through the wave. What is that like? Yeah, this is the most important thing for me when I'm served my senses. And the feeling works really well as well, and my hearing is really good, and I use that to catch some waves. And, but also, I let, I let friends help me, and mostly God guides me really well. Great. So you, you've spoken about your faith this morning. Obviously, we're at church. Who is Jesus to Derek? It is everything for me. It's the reason that I'm here, that I'm surfing, that I'm here sitting, share my story. So I don't know how my life can, could be without Jesus. Maybe I'll not be alive anymore because I haven't done crazy things. Okay, that's, that's fantastic. So tell me this, how do you maintain and develop your faith? Because obviously we're all on a journey of faith and, and some people have got a little bit of faith, some people have got a lot of faith. Maybe people aren't Christians, have been Christians or, you know, or have been a Christian for a long time. How do you develop your faith? Yeah, this is actually pretty hard. But when I am like closer to God, my faith gets bigger automatically, you know, but sometimes, you know, you're not that close to God, you're not reading Bible very often, not praying very often, and your faith just start to go away for a little bit, and you realize that 
where is my fifth going? It's a little bit gone, and you just, I just think and just, oh, I have to do that. I have to catch up with Christian people more than I'm doing and read more the Bible. You know, that's, that's, how, that's how I do. Fantastic. So that's important to you, just having that. Yeah, com- for sure. Communicating with God, praying, reading yeah, your Bible. Yeah. Fantastic. To communicate with God is the best thing to grow the faith. Awesome. Can you tell us, you've had some tough times in your life. Can you just tell us about some of those and how you overcame whatever situation you found yourself in? Yeah, one of those, uh, that was when I was planning my trip to Hawaii on the first time. That was pretty tricky because I have some close friends of mine that they they were supposed to be a friend, but they come to me and to my other friend and start saying something bad about our trip and say, ah, you should not go, you'll die in Hawaii. And so that was pretty hard for me on the beginning because I like, this might be true. I can die in Hawaii. I don't want to die very soon. (laughs) But yeah, I overcome that because I knew that God had a plan in my life. So, but a couple others came and even when I was in Hawaii trying to catch some waves and didn't work really well. And the challenge is still, still came so actually they are very welcome because when i see the challenge i can see that the victor is going to be much better fantastic so you like a fight you like to yeah o- overcome yeah i things. love it yeah i love overcome things how did you develop that 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 uh desire on the inside to fight and not to give up because um, as i said when i see the challenge i can see that if i make it the pleasure would be awesome so i have to overcome it fantastic we're going to have a little bit a look at a little bit more footage of pipeline quando comecei a falar sobre pipeline quando eu cheguei lá muitas pessoas viraram para mim ou para os meus amigos falaram ah você é maluco disso faz pipeline você tá doido você vai morrer lá é muito perigoso minha preferência por ondas grandes é quanto maior a onda maior a adrenalina mais radical fica O perigo é maior e quando o perigo é maior, a brincadeira fica mais gostosa. Com certeza, quando a gente pisa nas areias de pipe e tá entrando para dentro d'água, bate aquele frio na barriga, aquele pouquinho de medo, mas nunca me deixei me abater por isso. Pipeline, eu tava tipo assim, caramba, nem acredito que eu tô aqui, Deus é maravilhoso mesmo, tô surfando a onda do meu sonho. Bruno Lemos, que é um dos fotógrafos do Havaí, filmou essa session, algum site, e esse vídeo acabou escapando, saiu na internet, sem querer que saísse, e foi sensacional. People would call us and say, hey, the video is already like 100,000 views. 
Next 10 minutes. Oh, the video is already 150,000 views. Uma pessoa me ligou e falou assim, Lia, você já viu o vídeo do Derek estourando na internet? Eu falei assim, acho que você está confundindo o Derek com outra pessoa. Que eu cheguei lá, que eu fui olhar na internet e estava lá, ele pegando uma onda gigante. Eu fiquei apavorada. Através desse vídeo, as coisas foram começando a acontecer, muitas coisas mudou na minha vida. Então, o que... Às vezes o que acontece é que me deixa meio chateado, angustiado, e chega alguém e fala, ah, você não pode fazer, você não vai conseguir. Então isso me deixa assim meio, meio nervoso, meio com mais vontade de querer fazer ainda, talvez. That is unbelievable. So, so what's next for Derek Rebello? Yeah, um, I'll keep doing what I'm doing, and I really want to be a big wave ride. And but this is for the future, so I'll let that with God. If He wants to give me that, I'll I'll get it. But yeah, I'll keep doing what I'm doing, keep surfing, keep sharing my story, keep sharing my faith. This is the most important thing for me. Show the people how God loves us. That's fantastic. And apparently you're keen on downhill speed skating as well, because surfing wasn't enough, and flying planes and driving golf buggies and just being all around extreme wasn't enough. Now you're into uh, downhill speed skating. Yes, I do downhill speed skating as well. But you were um, telling me you're a little slow. The other guys go about 130 k's an hour, and you only do 97. Yeah, only 97. What's wrong yeah. with you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's wrong here. I want to do 150 k's. Man, it's unbelievable. It, it's, it's phenomenal. What I wanted to do is show a little bit more footage and then just ask you guys if you've got any questions for Derek this morning. Is that all right? Yeah. Fantastic. Let's have a look at that, Benny. Minha nova paixão agora é o skate downhill speed, que é uma modalidade do skate praticada nos longboards. E a gente usa ladeiras, a gente faz essas descidas em alta velocidade. E conheci a galera da Rei hey Joe, que é uma equipe de skate que tem em Guarapari, e eles me introduziram o skate. Do nada apareceu no calçadão, eu não tinha uma loja ainda, com outro amigo e falou assim, deixa eu dar uma volta no seu skate. E a princípio ficou aquele negócio assim, caracas, como que deixa o moleque andar no meu skate? Aí, mas não tem muito preconceito não, vá, vamos subir. Cadê a Tá cego, moleque, aqui na roda, o cavalo, você não tirou não. Eu estou indo participar de uma etapa do circuito mundial que dessa vez vai acontecer no Brasil, em Belo Horizonte. Vai ser bem emocionante porque a gente vai ter 120 melhores skatistas do mundo vão estar presentes nesse evento. Então eu vim pra cá com esse foco de completar o circuito de, do início ao fim da ladeira, independente da velocidade, sem cair.
meu preparo antes de descer uma ladeira de skate, o primeiro passo é fazer o reconhecimento. Logo em seguida, trocar uma ideia com o meu parceiro de como é o circuito, como que é as tangências. A pior parte do percurso, de qualquer pista que for, é as curvas, são as curvas. Então, é muito difícil para duas pessoas fazerem. Bem calor, então com isso as rodas desgarram bastante. E na hora que eu tava fazendo a tangência da curva, eu peguei um desnível, passei logo em cima do desnível, foi onde a roda desgarrou legal. E a gente caiu, mas foi super tranquilo, não se machucamos. Então, acabei de achar um prego aqui na roda. Agora tá explicado por que, que eu caí, né? Com certeza. É, não, eu não tive 100% de culpa. Vamos ver ali com, com os organizadores se dá para descer de novo. Ah, tem que dar, mano. Tem que Como eu conheço o Derek, nada acertaria dele querer descer novamente essa descida. Vai, galera, vamos bater castigo pro Derek aí, ó.
Quando eu tava dropando, eu pude ouvir a galera torcendo por mim, vibrando. E isso é sensacional pra mim, saber que tem alguém passando uma energia boa, ficando amarradão. Então isso pra mim é sensacional. Olha que a gente tá hoje descendo junto, hein, Meu conselho para as pessoas seria, a única coisa que impede a você fazer o que você quer é você mesmo. Come on, one more time. Thanks, guys. Now tell me, the, the, the subtitle up there, it said you're as slow as a turtle. Was that you saying that to your partner or him saying that to you? No, I was saying to him. <laughs> so he, yeah, he was trying to make slower. So basically, he's holding you, you back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> basically that. Because that was very hot and when, when the weather is really hot, the wheels get softer. That, that's what I found, because I only got to 70 kilometers an hour, cause, and I think it was because it was so hot. Oh, yeah, yeah. might be that. And he was a little bit scared, and if we fell off really bad, yeah. So he's the one with the fear, not you? Not me. <laughs> yeah, he was pulling me back. I don't know if you guys could see that. It's unbelievable. So, so man, listen, watching this footage and hearing you speak, you talk about a great faith in God, but it, it, it's just obvious, you've also got a, a faith in people as well, because you have to couple yourself up with people who talk to you in the channel or people that grab your arm and take you down a hill. It's something that's lost in society today. There's, there's people are cynical and they're not really allowing themselves to have faith in other people. How did you develop that, that your faith in people as well as in God? Yeah, we gotta trust in people to be blessed, yeah. you know? So, yeah, just let them, do what they need to do with me <laughs> but yeah sometimes it's really hard to trust and to have a faith in people and yeah that's come very naturally with me and I met the people and I got to trust them really quick that's awesome yeah L let's finish with this and then we'll, we'll ask some questions there may be people here today that are struggling with difficulties or disabilities in life, you've overcome a lot. What would you say to everybody here this morning? Yeah, I would, sh I would say first, we, you might have to let God come through your life a little bit more and let him do his, his will, not what we want, because sometimes we want something that we think it's really good, but God comes and say no. He said no because he has something better for us. So I'd say that you gotta open your heart to God and always if you are passing for a hard moment, just think in God and let him be under control. And also you gotta believe in yourself as well because you, the first one that stop you to do things. And yeah, you, you have to believe in yourself and yourself and ch chase your dreams. That's fantastic. Can we thank Derek one more time this morning? <laughs> we, we've probably got time for like five, five minutes worth of questions and something like that. So if, if you have a question for Derek, I'm, I'm, I'll pick you, just shout it out loud.
The worst one that happened, like, the first month when I started to surf, that was a, you know, a really big day for me. And I was surfing in my home break. And actually, there was an iPod. Uh, I was paddling, paddling through the channel. And I was passing the waves. And I was like on the lip, and the lip just landed me under the water really bad. And that moment, I thought I was dying. And I wanted to stop to surf and everything. But I didn't give up, and God gave me strength and I kept doing it. Fantastic. <laughs> Ava? <coughs> yeah, um, I have learned with friends and traveling and actually I never stood, studied English. Just, actually I have done some, cla some class, maybe no more than 10 hours class in my life, but I have to make my English much better. No, your English is great. It's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. When we were driving up here this morning, he wanted to, he said, let's, let's check out the WSL, the Quicksilver Pro. And so I turned it on on my phone. He said, you got a good signal? I said, yes. And I handed in the phone. He said, dude, I'm blind. I can't see it. <laughs> he just wanted to listen to it. But uh, you obviously listen and observe very well because your English is fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Any more questions? What was it like growing up blind? Yeah, this is a really hard question for me. People always ask me that, but at the same time, it's interesting. Um, yeah, as I born blind, so I got everything like, I don't know if I can say easier, like to be with, to be adapted with the, thi the, the things, you know? Because people ask me, do you think it's easier to born blind or being blind after maybe 10 years or 20 years. So as a born blind, it's hard for me to say how would it be to be blind after or, and actually your question was like, was like to be blind for me. And I got adapted with everything, so for me, I'm very happy, not, not happy to be blind, but I'm very happy how God made me. So I appreciate my life and... That'll preach. Yeah. That's awesome. Get happy with who you are. Yeah, sure. That's fantastic. Uh, any questions up the back? Any adults? <laughs> oh, sorry? thank people that are generous with you. I can possibly answer that on your behalf because just in, even in spending a few hours with Derek, he is very gracious with his speech. He's always thanking you. Even I, I didn't want, Derek was happy this morning to jump on a train from the Gold Coast and, and travel up here and have me meet him at Nambour. And I just refused. I said, no, I'm going to come down and pick you up. But just the whole way, you've, just, you've been thanking me verbally. Just thank, you know, and you, there's, there's a real spirit and attitude of gratitude that you've got there. Um, but how do you thank people that help you and look after you? Yeah, always saying thankful to be gentle with them, trying to be as kind as I can. Because God has put in 
amazing people in my life in everywhere that I go and all the time. So I always, I, I am very thankful to that, to the people as well that helped me in all of the situations. Yeah, it's fantastic. Probably one or two more questions. Yeah, this is in Hawaii. This is my favorite surf spot in the world. And Indonesia as well. Yeah. Fantastic. All right, last question. Sorry, we can't hear you. My hearing's not that good. So you asked Jesus into your life at an early age, but how do you keep your faith going when you're traveling the world and you're around non-Christians all the time? Yeah, this is pretty hard because <coughs> I'm always around people that they are not Christians because I have a lot of friends. But at the same moment, I cannot kick them out of my life because I have to show them how God is amazing. And God chose my life to do it. So it's pretty hard, like, to be around people like that. But at the same time, it's good. And I always, when I have to hang out with people like that, I have to pray before and pray after, pray during it. Yeah, no, great answer. I tell you what. Have we got one more question anywhere over here? Yeah. Who's going to win the tour this year? D'Souza, obviously. Um, yeah, I wish, but we never know. Can I tell that to you in December? <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, come on, one more time. Let's just thank Derek for coming and being with us. I just want to do two thank quick... Thank oh, so you, you go. No, I just want to say thank you again for having me here. And this was amazing. This church is really beautiful. I want to come back here to see you preaching. Yeah, come on. Sure. And I'm, I come to Nusa very often, so I'll be around for sure next time. Fantastic. Yeah. What we're going to do is, is, in 10 minutes' time, we're going to close the service because Derek wants to go for a surf. So if anyone wants to meet us in the corner at uh, First Point, we're going to go for a surf at Noosa and have some lunch, and then he's going to another church to speak tonight. Uh, but I, um, I want to do two things. We always like to bless our guests and our visitors that come to be with us. And uh, Derek travels all over the world at, at great expense. And so what we're going to do this morning is take up an offering for him, and we call it a love offering. Uh, and basically just to say, keep spreading your message, keep spreading your faith, keep uh, inspiring people. I don't know about you, but again, I, I feel challenged. I feel enlarged and inspired uh, by a young man uh, full of determination, full of vision, but also full of faith. Uh, and that, that helps me. You can do anything in life. And what I love is the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. And, and I think that the thing that separates Derek and anybody else in his situation is just his faith in God. He has a, a great faith in God that he's allowed to grow over the course of his young 23 years, and he's done something with it. So my encouragement to each and every one of you this morning is don't give up on your dreams. 
you can do it, you can make it, you can break through, you can have victory in your world in any area. Just and I, and I love what Derek said earlier is sometimes to get through the challenges we face, we just need to get closer to God, uh, which is really easy to do. So the two things I want to do is, is just take up an offering. And Melissa said it before, if you're visiting with us, please don't feel you have to, but we would love you to be a part of this just to say, thank you, Derek, for coming today. Thank you for blessing us and telling your story. Uh, so we're gonna, I'm going to get the, the team. I've prepared mine earlier. Uh, just to, again, if you want a credit card slip, just to write something down, maybe larger, maybe smaller, it doesn't matter the size. Um, but we're just going to take up an offering now for Derek. So maybe if you want to pass those around, Jace. And the other thing I want to do whilst we're doing that is um, just give you an opportunity this morning uh, potentially to respond to Derek's message. To you saying that, you know, I, I've accepted Jesus into my life and it changed my world. Um, as a church, that's what we do each week. We, we try and introduce people to Jesus. We're not about religion. We're about relationship. And we, we believe that with relationship with Jesus Christ, you can truly live your best life. That fulfillment and contentment and joy comes from that place of knowing Jesus. Uh, and, I, and I love what you said just right in the very beginning that, that you have everything because you have Jesus. You feel like the, the, the gift that you have, the surfing and the ability and the, is, is because of God. And so, you know what, what I'd love to do is just say to you this morning, if you heard Derek's story and it meant something to you, at the end of this service when we close, would you just come and see myself, my wife, Melissa, you know, one of our team. And can I just get my team just to raise their hand, anybody that's on the team and around, would you just come and see one of us and just maybe ask some questions and say, I'd like to know a little more. Because the simplest way to enter into a relationship with Jesus is just to ask him into your heart. Ask him to come into your life. So what we're going to do, I think the buckets have gone around. We're going to stand and sing one more song before we close. If you're, if you're visiting with us, please don't shoot off. Come and have a coffee at the back. Come and see one of the team. Let me pray a blessing over you this morning uh, before we stand and, and just sing one more song. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you for Derek Rebello, his life, his story, his passion, and his faith. Lord, my prayer this morning is that that same passion, that same faith, would rise on the inside of each and every one of us, that we would realize and understand that you're a good and loving God, that you're for us and not against us. You're with us, wanting us to, to succeed and live in victory. God, I pray a blessing over every single person sitting before me today, that they would know your peace, they would know your touch in their life, and that you would bless them and go before them. In Jesus' mighty and wonderful name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. Fantastic. Why don't we stand to our... Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.